beats, creating concepts so deep. Niggas quote me, they rewind and interpret my rhymes to their homies. I've advanced beyond your flows eons ago. It's inevitable in 98, I'm a blow. Ever since 84, I've been in it to win it. But see, back then, we used to battle by spinning on the cement. You can't even absorb the rhymes I record or resolve the deep laws of the physics involved. I travel to the end of the universe and beyond. Parsecs out of range from a cellular star tech from the galaxy of Andromeda. I puzzle niggas like crop circles, another unexplained phenomenon. Hey yo, nine out of ten of these rap artists is garbage. Check, check. Yo, all I really want is you niggas to stop fighting. All I really want is you niggas to start writing. All I really want is you niggas to be original and start spitting some lyrical shit that I can listen to. You haven't written the perfect rhyme yet. You don't even know the sequences to the human genome project. You haven't come to terms with your God yet. And you refuse to believe in unidentified flying objects. When I bomb shit, I get retarded. Probably more than your bargain. I'm talking about ripping mic off your arm shit. Hype shit, blow up a mic shit. You might get beat the fuck up in broad daylight with a nightstick. To the British, I'm Gandhi. To the Japanese, I'm an American pilot flying over Nagasaki. To the AIDS patient, I'm your last antibody. Sitting and waiting for a cure for modern biology. Hey yo, nine out of ten of these black artists is garbage. Nine out of ten of y'all is garbage. Heartless. Episode 77, the Rojo Show podcast. I am your host, Rojo. Um, how's everybody doing? It's been a minute. A lot of stuff to talk about, which is why I'm here. Um, I'm hoping that many of you have made the transition uh, on Facebook from my page to the Rojo Show page. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, I'm going to try this now just to make sure if there's any, like, laggers on, any late people. But from now on, I need to start trying to consolidate brands or platforms. So Facebook, um... Facebook needs to be the Rojo Show podcast because that's about to crack this year. Um, But like I said, a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of things going on, and I'm here with the shit for you. So where do you want to start? The first thing that's like coming to my mind is Monique. Um, Because that's the one that I feel like has so many different angles going on to it. Um... What I think is interesting about it, and everybody knows Monique, you know, but see, the issue is the things that I'm about to say now, none of this stuff has happened within the last five, maybe 10 years. I don't know when Precious came out, 
Because I think Precious is an unintentional comedy. Precious movie. But, um, I mean, she keeps throwing around. That was 2009. That's almost 10 years ago. Um, Cody, Cody, first off, thanks for joining in. Second off, I need you to hop on the Rojo Show fan page and watch this live. You got to stop, stop going to my page, join the Rojo Show page, hop on the live there. She wasn't wrong, but she kind of was. See, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because she's kind of right and she's kind of wrong. Um, the issue here is there's a couple of rules that she violated right away. Gilbo, what up? Manowski, what up? Vito, what up? Appreciate you guys joining the show. I would appreciate it so much more if you went over to the Rojo Show pan, uh, the Rojo Show fan page and watched it from there. Thank you guys for tuning in, though. And you can stay here if you want to. I don't care. But she violated some very, some, some very uh, rudimentary rules of the game, okay? The first one she, she violated was you never want a pocket watch. You never want a pocket watch. Um, you never want to count another nigga's chips. You never want to. Um, you never want to ingratiate. You never want to concern yourself too much with why or how somebody else is getting their bread for a mo- for a myriad of reasons. Number one is is really just like some low key hating shit. Um, you know, worry about the money you get first off. And the second thing is, Jeezy put us on to this one. And uh, Jalen Rose continues the legacy of this, this oh-so-important rule. Um, if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. What did, what did what all these other people made and how much they got paid and blah, 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 and bragging, t- t- telling us all of that? Why do we need to know that? Go in there and handle your biz. This shows a lot of things from Monique. It shows a lot of things from a Hollywood perspective, period. The first thing is um, Monique doesn't have a team to tell her not to do this. I would hate to think that on the other side of the phone she's using to broadcast all this stuff, Gilbo, what up? I would hate to think that there are a group of people like endorsing these like cheesy ass videos with her and her husband. And don't get me on him. Don't don't get me on him. Don't get me on her feeling the need to bring him into it. Why does she feel the need to have a man co-signing or backing her opinions or thoughts, right? She's doing a lot of stuff that's showing her as being dated. Because her, her bringing her husband on those videos, that's definitely rubbing some women the wrong way. And then, so she, she brings up the Dave Chappelle point. She brings up, the, uh, she brings up the, the Chris Rock point, which is like saying, you know, which is like saying, if Michael Jordan's a basketball player, I can be a basketball player too. Like, why would you use those two as like the biggest... As, as your first examples. Whatever. And then you go for Amy Schumer. Now, I don't give a shit about Amy Schumer, okay? I don't fuck with her at all. Her show wasn't funny. Um, 
she definitely rips off uh she definitely rips off some of she, she was she was accused of ripping off some of Patrice O'Neill's jokes. Rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill, one of the one of the greatest. But I mean Amy Schumer is a name that everybody knows right now. And that's and listen, to the to the betterment or to the detriment of our society. That is what matters right now. We are very much a what's happening right now society. I could name 50 things right now that at one point were the the boiling point of America. And they're gone now. And I'm going to say some now because I haven't done a podcast in about two weeks. A couple people hit me like, man, what a show at? What a show at? And um, so many things have happened. Because time and because media and because social media, things move so fast. There's so many different things to focus on that I've quote unquote missed because I haven't talked to you guys in two weeks. Bradley, Rakeem, Rakeem, I'm going to shout you out in a minute, but I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Please come from this camera onto this camera by joining the Rojo Show podcast page, uh, the Rojo Show fan page. I'm also live there. Thank you. But so then she so then she goes, okay, so so first it was her talking by herself. She talks about Chris Rock, Dave, and Amy Schumer. The next videos we see are featuring her husband, and she seems to have narrowed her target down to just Amy Schumer. Which again, her her feeling the need to bring her husband in on it was weird anyway. But now to have her husband next to her while she's bashing this other woman. Shouts out to the Women's March. While she's bashing this other woman. You seem very tone deaf, Monique. You seem very out of touch with how we do things now. Because you have the resources. And I'm going to get to what they offered her in a minute. You have the resources to garner other types of attention. You could have did, because you'd be doing that little dance stuff with your with your trainer or with your dance trainer, choreographer, whatever the fuck he is. You'd be doing those videos and stuff, and they'd be looking okay. If I was on your team, I would have had you redo, I would have had you do a parody of the Fade video. Personally. That would have got you back popping immediately, mommy. And this is a check. I'm throwing this one out there for free. If anybody gets this to her, you can have it. But that would have got you popping right away. Because right now, yeah, your name's out here, but it's for all of the wrong reasons. I don't know, Monique. I mean, you're right. You are Oscar award winning, but that shit don't translate for everybody. You know what I'm saying? You, you, went around, you went about this the wrong way. You probably should have got offered some more money. But these people in these offices might not have known who the fuck you were. You should have got yourself hot before all this stuff was even popping. You should have got yourself hot on your own. So I'm trying to tell my mom. Don't get an investor. Get yourself popping on your own. It'll be better for you in the end. And then look, okay, Gilbo says he only remembers her from Beer Fest. 
first off, Gilbo, are we sure that's Monique? I've never seen Beer Fest, which could be a bad on my part. I'm sure this is where E comes in and says, oh, nigga, you ain't never seen Beer Fest? Nigga, that shit's great. Shut up. But, uh, I don't know. Her, 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 Gilbo is like my age. So he's, he was alive, he was alive for the Parkers. He was alive for a whole bunch of other shit. He should know Monique as much as I do. The only difference is, I mean, he's, I'm obviously more in tune. Gilbo's white, so, you know. He might not know about the Parkers. He might not have watched that bullshit. He might not know that she was a queen of comedy, quote-unquote. Right? Was she on tour with them? Hold on. I'm trying to find an IMDb. It would be hilarious if he did, if he made one of those critical white guy mistakes and named Monique as somebody else. <laughs> Don't let me find out this is not Monique and this, uh, this fucking... Oh, it is Monique. All right, right. Yeah, yeah, She played Cherry. Anyway. You know who Amy Schumer is. That I'm saying, these are the people that Netflix um, are doing. They, they would do somebody... Again, Netflix is in the moment... Netflix would do somebody, Netflix would give a mil, 500000 let's say $500,000 just to throw out, okay? If the Rojo show popped hard, pause, and like I did a couple shows, they would throw me some, they'd throw me 500000 just to put some up there and hope that people see it. Maybe less. I would do less. You know why? Because I would be so happy just to get something on Netflix. Just to get my name out there again so that I can start getting it buzzing again. And she has a way bigger name than mine. It's it's ridiculous for me to even compare my name to her name. But I'm saying. They give Monique $500,000. They throw her on there. On on Netflix. She She gets the bag. First off, she gets the first bag. Boom. Objective done. Now she just got to let niggas know that it's on there and make it be good. If she's still funny and she makes her special good, Steve Harvey morning show, is Tom Joyner still alive? I don't know. All them old niggas, all them old black TV um, radio shows, everybody old and black will press it and make sure that this shit gets out there. And she would have been fine. That's the point. She needed to make herself hot. She didn't make herself hot. Gotta make yourself hot before you start talking shit, Monique. They gave you a bag. You were insulted by 500000 just to kind of do something. You could have gave him some old shit. You ain't done stand-up in 30 years. Not really 30, but a long time. You should have a whole bunch of old jokes you could just kind of give out there for free. Come on. Come on, son. Next topic. Enough with the Monique. I missed KJ, Kel, what up? Kelly, thank you for tuning in. You're the greatest. Please visit the Rojo Show fan page on Facebook where I am also live trying to get everybody transitioning and looking at the show over there. You know what I'm saying? You can stay here if you want to. That's fine. But trying to get everybody over there if possible. But thank you so much for tuning in. Moving on. 
The H&M Monkey Boy. Didn't they say she was blackballed by Tyler Perry? Okay, now, okay, I'm, I'm going to jump in on this real quick just to close out this, uh, this uh, just, to join, just to close out this Monique topic. Rakeem, shouts out to you, big home, big little homie, little big homie, little big homie, yeah, younger, but has a, a uh, bit of knowledge in an area that I don't, so that makes him a big homie in, in other ways. Just like he'd say, I'm the big homie, but I'm older than him, so I'm big, big homie, but he's little big homie. Anyway. Monique, the Precious movie, she did in 2009. Now, that movie, not only was Tyler Perry involved with that movie, um, Mariah Carey was involved with that movie, Lee Daniels was involved with that movie, Oprah Winfrey was involved with that movie. Like, all the big black heavy hitters were involved in that movie. And then... She developed a bad relationship with all of them. So, if you think about it, she really fucked herself up because she was benefiting off of Netflix fucking with whatever's hot. Okay, Netflix will fuck with whatever's hot. They don't give a fuck about Lee Daniels. They don't give a fuck about Tyler Perry. They don't give a fuck about who's blackballed. Will they get a bunch of hits on it? Number one. And number two, do they have something already there that they can play your shit after? That's all they care about. So she may have fucked up her only gateway back into the game. Because she, I mean, Oprah, listen, Oprah is probably down to fuck with whoever now, or at least show a good face because, um, you know, she's Oprah. She's kind of like Jay-Z, you know, nobody is really big enough to box with her. Or nobody really gets, gets uh, attention from her unless she gives it to him. So she would be, she'd have no problem squashing the beef with um, Monique on the strength of everybody being black women, blah, 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 quote unquote, Oprah 2020, that shit ain't gonna happen. But anyway, she'd be fine with doing that, but she should have played it low. She played that whole thing wrong. Jasmine, how are you? Still haven't come on the Rojo show, but I appreciate you joining the live. I would appreciate it so much more if you join the Rojo show fan page because I'm also live there too. Can you see that? You know, I love digital feedback. That's like all types of levels right there. Hey, don't tell me to rotate my other eyes. But anyway, um, so yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Rakeem. That's, that's a, that, that, that was definitely a, 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 a part of her probably not being so active but again it's like if, it's like if youtube came to her like hey um we'll give you five hundred thousand dollars to follow you around we'll send some cameras over we'll follow you around you want to develop a youtube series out of your life because youtube does shit like that and they started their streaming service and they're trying to uh, develop original content whatever 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 it's almost like she spit in YouTube's face because both of these entities, YouTube and Netflix, their only goal is to capitalize off of what is hot. Okay? Remember Gangnam Style? One of the most viewed videos on YouTube. That shit was hot for five seconds in real life. So, you know, Monique, Monique fucked up. Number one, not being aware of the game. 
because she violated rules and she wasn't. She violated the rules. Okay, so the first one was she was pocket watching. The second one was if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. And the third one was you got to know the rules to the game you playing. And this Internet shit changes all the time. She's still living by 2009 rules. Don't nobody give a fuck about your resume. If I walk out into my office and say, hey, who's heard of blah, blah, blah. If don't none of these 25 to 23 to 32 year olds know who the fuck you are, you are worthless to me, Monique. Worthless. Moving on. The H&M sweatshirt. Uh, the H&M sweatshirt definitely had a lot of people um, getting at me. Definitely had a lot of people hot. They wanted to know how Rojo felt. I felt the way. I definitely felt the way. Um, and I'm glad that I, and depending on how you want to look at this, I either reserved my comments or I uh, just wasn't able to express them through the podcast in time. But, um, shortly after the outrage and just to, just to reiterate what happened and, and, and slightly go, go back and revisit, um, H&M had a children's campaign. They had lots of little boys, uh, children. They had lots of children dressed up in hoodies. Uh, there was a white boy with a hoodie that says something about surviving a jungle. Um, there was obviously some kind of like kids animal theme running throughout thread running throughout the campaign. There was a dark skinned boy. <clears throat> I will, for the sake of this conversation, loosely use the term black, and I'll tell you why later. But he was. See, I can't. I, I have to explain that. I guess. Um, if he was walking down the street, you would definitely say that is a little black boy walking down the street. Okay. Not so much in the way that I typically, um, I typically consider or use the term black as the descendants of slaves, uh, the descendants of slaves, specifically American born People of color, American-born, dark, American-born black people, I guess, would be the way we have to phrase that right now. Um, <clears throat> so the little black boy has on a sweatshirt, has on a hoodie. Already pop problematic in some people's minds, right? Because Trayvon Martin, right? But, um, and the hoodie says, coolest monkey on the, coolest monkey in the jungle? I think it says coolest monkey in the jungle. Now, is this, is this just a slip? Is this like the, is this like this? Do you guys remember this? You guys remember these? You guys remember the Adidas shackle shoe? 
Now, a lot of people run to the obvious question here or the obvious issue here, which is there's not enough people of color, quote unquote, black people in these boardrooms when these decisions are being made. And that's that's obviously true for sure. Um, What is not mentioned is. Because after the boy came out, after after the issue, you know, after all the fuss was made, The boy's mother came out and said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And she made sure to specify that she was from the Netherlands. Was she from Sweden or Holland? It might have been Holland. Because I remember hearing it and thinking kickboxing, Dutch Holland kickboxing, whatever. And she said that she didn't know what the issue was. She doesn't know what everybody was talking about. And I found that interesting on a lot of different levels Um, because my initial thought was, well, maybe that is just a very American thing. But I mean, um, Mario Balotelli, Italian born, Italian, French Italian soccer player, black as shit. And they throw bananas on the field when he plays. Bro, I need a lining. Sorry. They throw bananas on the field when he plays. Lots of dark-skinned soccer players. It was a whole thing about this a couple years ago. I'm sure you don't remember because it flew by. But I'm saying. And E called me as soon as this happened. And he was like, Jared. Jared, you were right. And I was like, what you mean, bro? It's like... It's different kind of blacks out here, bro. Everybody don't see it how we see it. And I'm like, yeah, man. Everybody is not sensitive to the plight of the American, the black Americans. Black Americans? I don't like Afro-Americans. That's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Black Americans. I don't know. They don't, they don't dig. I don't know. You know why? Because a lot of people look at us and laugh. A lot of other countries look at African, ugh, look at black Americans, black people in America. I just would say black because I believe that the term black is for descendants of slaves. People that was brought over here, you know, uh, great migration up to Harlem, Detroit, Louisiana, like those type of people. Memphis in some cases. Memphis is still very far south. But the great migration up to Chicago, Harlem, that type of shit. St. Louis, Detroit. They don't they don't always see the same issues as us. Not all mm, I don't know. And then you never know. What the fuck is this? Oh, that's a solution. You never know her mindset either, because she could be because there are there are Black people in America that would claim to not see the issue in that comment, right? And there'd be a group of black people looking at them like, are you fucking serious? Really? You don't see the issue with that? Can I have your ticket to the barbecue, please? Revoked. So I don't know. I don't know how to really feel about that. But she said she didn't care. She said, y'all need to relax. Let my son get his check. I think he is the coolest monkey on the block. Wow. 
My question is, when they came to show that to her or to, to dress him in that, did they have some apprehension? Were they like, e, uh, do you think we should, do you think we should try the coolest monkey on the black boy? Do you think we should do that? You never know, right? You never know. That would have been interesting. I would have loved to have been in there. Uh, okay. I don't have a lot of time. I know I'm cutting this short, but I got a show that I'm doing up north. Um, I'm not in any kind of show. It's a show that I'm stage managing. So I'm doing lights and I'm programming lights and running sound cues and all this stuff. The show is okay. I wish he would ask me if he need if he if I had notes for him. I definitely have notes for him. I'm going to give you my notes for him here if you don't mind. My first note for this man's play who I am this one man show who I am um stage managing um sound engineering, light engineering, whatever. Notes for you are as follows. Number 1, it's a one man show. When the audience comes in, the few people that do come in, you should not be sitting in the lobby for everybody to see. You are the only surprise. You're the only show. So you should waddle your ass to the back and relax. Number one. Number two, slow down. You sound like you're reading from a paper. You sound like you are reciting um, memorized words. And what I need you to do is I need you to slow down I need you to relate to the material, and I need you to not communicate the words, but communicate the intent of the words, please. That's what I need from you, okay? So number one, I need you to start off in the back because you are the show. I need you to wait for people to see the show, and I need you to slow down and and really connect with your material. That's number one and number two, okay? Number three, I need you to make sure that you're staying focused on your performance, okay? I don't give a fuck if I fart and break a glass in the back, which I've never done. I'm just using as an example. You should continue with your performance, okay? Nothing should derail you from the story that you are trying to tell, the intimate moment that you're trying to share with the audience. You should be locked in. That's number one. Number two. Um, number three. Okay. Uh, don't tell the audience where to laugh. All right. So you have made the mistake of writing jokes into your performance. When what you should have done is you should have tried to focus on comical moments. Okay, writing jokes never works. You just tell funny stories. So when you're doing when you're when you're saying these things to the audience and you're waiting for a laugh, they're looking at you like you're a clown. Okay? If you connect it with the material, it might come across funny. But whatever. Okay? Uh, number three, number, number four, number four, you gave me the cues. I need you to stick to your cues. Okay. 
So if I'm waiting for a specific line before I cut out the lights, I'm going to need you to deliver that line, okay? Now, I'm no rookie, okay? I know baby, nigga. I'm a fucking man. I know baby. I know fucking baby, nigga. I don't need you to say the exact words every time the exact same way. No. I do need you to say those Q words, though. And if I have a cue of you dusting, I need you to fucking be dusting. If I have a cue of your hands falling down as you die, I need the fucking hands to fall down. So that my cues will work. Jerkowski. Last but not least. Again, my nigga. You are the show. So after you bow and these gracious patrons who have paid to come and see this show, $25 he's charging for this show. Are you serious? $25? And these are the kind of notes I'm giving you? You're wilding, my nigga. I know you just got friends coming. I know. And they're talking about you on the way there and when they leave. Again, you are the show. When these people graciously applaud you, you bow, you say thank you, and then you walk the fuck off the stage. Do not pick up your clothes and go off the stage with you. Clown. Who's winning the All-Star game? First off, we've all already lost because they didn't televise the draft. Because I want to know who got picked last. We know it's probably Carl, uh, no, 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 it's probably uh, Kyle Lowry and somebody else. But I like the fact that Westbrook was pissed because he thought, no, no, Carmelo was trying to make Westbrook think that he got picked West last because his name was at the end. But then uh, the media told Westbrook that it was just, uh, it was alphabetical order. Um, plus, we need to see who comes in for Boogie. Who's going to get Boogie spot now that he's torn his Achilles? Rest up, big homie. <sighs> See, that's why you can't get mad at him for leaving Sacramento. And you could also say he might have stayed there too fucking long. Because, I mean, we saw Kobe come back from it, kind of. And it took him 11, it took him like, what, 9, 10 months? DeMarcus Cousins is a big motherfucker. That's a huge Achilles tendon that tore. Like that, that right there, that could be like some booby miles. We don't know what happens after this. I doubt it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm talking out of my ass. I am not a doctor. I'm just saying. Had a crazy game against the Bulls. But didn't, I mean, somebody else just had a game against the Bulls too, right? Was that the one where him and AD had like 40 points? Like, come on. I'm kind of disappointed they weren't better than they were. But the only niggas I know on a team are... Anthony Davis and um well I know Rajon. Rajon's good. Rajon is just hard to work with, which I can sympathize with because people have said that about me. Um did I really spend this time on Monique and what else? The All-Star game. Yeah, they should have televised it. I don't know who's gonna win. 
I don't really care. It depends. I really want to see. I don't want to pick on this year because I really want to see how this picking teams thing has affected the gameplay or will affect the gameplay. Will they go a little harder at each other? You know, will they be a little bit more focused on the matchups? Because I think uh, I think KD is on a different team, right? KD is on LeBron's team. And then Steph has uh, Steph has Clay coming off the bench. So we'll see how that goes. Um, if the uh, if them being on different teams, like I don't, I, I want to see just how integrated the teams are, because um, I mean, if it's too much the same way, you know, uh, East Coast West Coast. And these jerseys are probably going to be whack, honestly. Um, so, yeah, Steph has... Okay, so Steph has DeMar DeRozan. He's got Joel Embiid. Um, okay, so he's got Clay and Draymond. He's got Al Horford. Carl Anthony Towns. Is, Carl, is, Minnesota, is Minnesota in the West? I don't know, but I mean LeBron's team, they got AD, they got KD, they got LBJ, they got K Love. Between Victor Oladipo and Chris Porzingis, they what well, they have every letter in the alphabet in their names, I think. Nope, there's no X. Uh Russell Westbrook and John Wall. Some could say that at one point, John Wall, it was like Russell Westbrook, John Wall, and Derrick Rose as like the three fastest players in the NBA. And it wasn't even like much of a conversation. Like fastest athlete, like most athletic, jump out the gym. They got both of them on the same team. And Vic Oladipo. Uh-oh! Special guest to close it out. What down? What's good? What's popping? You live? Oh, word. That's what's up. What's good? Shit, man. Over here looking for flights. Where you trying to go? Uh, Vegas. Uh, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Uh, we all lost when they didn't uh, televise this draft, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You talking about the All-Star shit? Hell yeah. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think they could get the bag together fast enough. Because yeah. because that's that's major money. Yeah. Like, cause they even if they did it, even if they did it on a Thursday at Area Twenty One, like up on the board. Yeah. Just uh, just Steph and LeBron. That would have been crazy. Or. Did they have games that night though? Uh, I mean, maybe. I, I, so, in actuality, they did it over the phone. They had, like, a conference call, which was super lame, but whatever. Yeah. But, nigga, they made all... You, so, you saw the Nike, the Jordan jerseys, right? Uh, no, I didn't get to see yet. I seen a little thumbnail, but I didn't get to check them out yet. So, Jordan is sponsoring the... Uh, is doing the jerseys this year. They're doing black and white jerseys. Team black, team white. Yeah, yeah, I saw that part. 
So nigga, I'm like, I'm like, if you really, if you really want to get gully with it, if you really want to do it, nigga, just cut one, cut that fucking skills challenge bullshit. Have everybody come out to the court, nigga, and pick up. Yeah. They not gonna do that. They not gonna do that. But that's what they should do. That would be fucking crazy. If these niggas just, okay, everybody got, it's black and white jerseys, nigga. Who cares? Everybody wear the black shorts. Yeah. And it's like, okay, oh, bet, okay, bet, okay, bet, bet. Black versus white. Let's go. Run it. Because, like, my boy from work, my boy Gilbo, he's asking me, like, who's going to win it? I don't know how the, the mixing of the teams is going to affect it. See, that's what I was talking to about when Will posted that shit and at first you think oh shit LeBron got eight like come on you think about the length and I was like but they got so many defensive liabilities but then Steph got a bunch of shooters like I mean look for Steph's team to be for Steph's team to be defensively sound Okay, based on the starters, Giannis, Steph, DeMar, Joel, and James Harden. Nigga, as soon as the game starts, you need to take you need to take yourself. You need to take yourself or James out and put in Jimmy or Clay. Like right away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? Crazy thing is where the length really matters, Steph's team is long too. Like where the where the length really matters. Is like LeBron, you know, the Greek freak, freak and check him. And then uh, who is like... Who's guarding KD? Like, Who's guarding KD? No, no, my fault. The Greek freak the Greek freak would either check LeBron or KD. And then Jimmy Butler... No, no, no. The Greek freak would check KD. Jimmy Butler would try to would check LeBron. Jimmy Butler doesn't good. start, though. Jimmy Butler's not starting. Uh, okay, see, I don't know who started. I just saw Le- the lineups, but I didn't see who was starting. Who Le- LeBron's starting five is killing Steph's starting five. Okay. Depending depending on who replaces DeMarcus Cousins, which if they just bump, I mean, if they bump K-Love up to a starter. So ain't nobody, so ain't nobody long starting for Steph? Fucking what's the name they start? Ben, I mean, not Ben Simmons, but uh, Giannis. From, uh, Giannis from, uh, and Joel Embiid. Yeah, Embiid. That nigga don't play no defense. No, Embiid's going to be all right, bro. (laughs) Embiid is going to cover AD? He going to. No. I would would put Embiid Embiid on, on, uh, what's the name before I put him on? Who? Uh, AD. The only? I would put put Embiid on. on, uh, Cousins? On uh, Cousins, yeah. Okay, maybe, yeah. But Cousins is out now. Because AD. AD is like, mb been tall all his life, and he's good for a big man. He got good footwork. But AD been, ain't been tall like that all his life. So he, he kind of nice with the ball. Cousins ain't as nice with the ball. Like he can, you know, he can do his little thing on the outside, but I like that Embiid against Cousins better, even though, you know, Cousins got that, is a screw loose and got that, and got that body over Embiid a little bit. But I'm going to put it, I'm gonna, yeah, I like, I like Embiid to check him. What do you think? AD is gonna be the, go the nigga to go off. AD. Yeah, AD. If I mean, because you would have to probably put Giannis on him, and then that leaves LeBron running free. Because I don't know, I don't know who's playing, 
who's playing who's playing yeah who's playing the three in the starting lineup who's who's the starting lineup for Steph squad Steph okay so they got Steph Demar and James Harden as the guards and then they got Joel Embiid and Giannis Yeah, you gotta put, you gotta put, you gotta put Harden. You gotta pull him. You mean right? You gotta pull him. I mean, you are gonna have to put Harden on LeBron because they Harden six, Harden six seven, LeBron six eight. Ain't oh shit, my nigga. And okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He's a defensive liability like a motherfucker. Who's gonna guard Kyrie? I ain't worried about Kyrie like that. What? Nah. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. We pull Kyrie. Who's going to guard Russell Westbrook? Because you got to think. The reason the reason Kyrie left to get away from LeBron was the, was the reason why I'm not worried about him. It's going to be a bunch of ball stoppage. That's why I might have, honestly, I might fuck around and bet on, uh, on Steph's team. I guess. They're going to have way better ball movement, bro. They're going to have to pull all their starters to have it. No. They're going to have, offensively, Steph's team going to have a lot of ball movement, bro. He already got two of his teammates. They don't start. They don't start. I'm saying you got to pull your starters. Of course. I'm talking his whole squad, though. They all move pretty well without the ball. Harden proved he can move well without the ball. With, with Chris Paul this year. Like, Joel Embiid? Right. Joel Embiid is like strictly a post player damn near. Trust me, bro. He good. He good. He good. He good off the ball. Fuck. Hey, let me, uh, nah, hold on. She Baby, FaceTime your mom. How, okay, so eventually they gonna do a all, they gonna, they gonna put all of the fucking, um, Eventually, they're going to put all of the, whatchamacallit. Paul. What? Girl, no, I ain't saying that. That's the baby. Oh, I thought she said my name. I was like, whoa. Um, eventually, Clay or Mike D'Antoni, if he's smart, he's going to try to go with the three warrior lineup. Yeah, that would be smart. So who's he going to pull? Was, it's gonna go. It's gonna go. Steph, Clay, it's gonna go Steph. Draymond. When he when he puts in the Warrior lineup, bro, it's gonna be Steph, Clay, Draymond, probably Embiid and Giannis. Mm. Not Al Horford. Fuck no. Or not Carl Anthony Towns. Or it's gonna be Steph, Clay, Steph, Clay, Draymond, Harden, and Embiid. No Carl Anthony Towns. He gets no love. Blowing the fuck up right now, bro. Let me. All right, all right, all right. More basketball talk that we can handle with E. Okay. Um. I indeed have to get moving. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, um, 
Shannon Sharp said he said LeBron's team before Boogie got hurt uh, was the best starting five since the 92 Dream Team. DeMarcus Cousins, AD, Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's a crazy team. It would be uh, – it's a crazy team, but um, Kyrie doesn't play defense. Um, DeMarcus Cousins, I mean, what is, is he – is he uh, – is he Rodman? Who was that mentally unstable? Get at me, Gilbo. Nice talking to you. Um, continue to check out the Rojo Show. Gabe, what up? Trying to get you in here again. Pause. Um, yo, I got to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for checking out the show. These will be coming. Masaftito, uh, which is not Spanish for more often. Um, but, yeah, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Again, the Rojo Show podcast. Tim, you just missed my all-star game convo. I got to get you in here, though. This is a short version, 40, uh, about 50 minutes. But I'm going to get back at y'all because I want to tell you about my car, all the bullshit I went through with that, how I messed up my mom's car. Um, Jatan, where you coming from? Everybody's coming once I leave. What the fuck? Jatan is the only real person I think I know that owns a pair of Yeezys. She might have sold them. Because, you know, the market has gone up. It would have been a smart move. I wouldn't hate on it. But um, thank you, everybody, for joining the Rojo Show. Again, check me out on the Rojo Show fan page. Stop going to my page. Don't stop going there. But, you know, I'll be there because I'm there. But the Rojo Show podcast will be at the Rojo Show podcast page. Jatan, what up? I got to get you on the show. I got to get you in here to visit and catch up. Uh, Jatan was, like, one of the one of the only real niggas at the Gap. She worked at the Gap with me on Michigan Avenue before when they was when they were still letting us in the door. And uh she supported the band when we had the band. And uh yeah, she's a, she's a, she's cool. I like I like Jatana. She 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 the homie. She tried to get me to write some songs for some girl, but that didn't work out the way we thought it would have. But it's fine. Peace to everybody. Uh, Tim, got to get you on here, too. I'm trying to get everybody on here. I said that I was going to get to 100 before my birthday. I obviously didn't do that because this is episode 77. But I want to make 100 happen. I got to make 100 happen quick, bro. So um, thank you, everybody, for checking out the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. As you know, I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on uh, Facebook. And I'm soon to be on YouTube. So stop playing. And as always, if you're not sharing, you're not a fan. Later, skaters.